You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right. Hello out there, and uh, welcome to Morning Breath. This is uh, Brian. I'm Brian Moore, one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and it is my honor to host Morning Breath with you today. Thanks for being out there, however you're going to get this, whether it's by podcast, live on the radio, or some other recorded time on the radio. Thanks for being a part of this with us. I am uh, in the studio today with a couple friends here. I have Pastor Christian Hurston across from me. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Excited to be on the radio. Got to do Zechariah 4 and now 5. So there's a there's a little continuity from the right. chapters, but this right. is an interesting book. If people haven't read this one before, they're going to have a fun time getting some good Bible imagery and you know, unpacking the word a little bit. It's great. Zechariah is at the uh, towards the end here of the Old Testament. Yeah. And minor prophets, like small, small chapter. I mean, this has only got eleven verses, but this whole book is only like two pages, three pages in my yeah, Bible. It's so quick, fourteen it's a, chapters, but it goes fast. It's a short one, yeah. and uh, yeah, we get to do it together here. We also have Nick in the studio with us. Nick, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. That's cool. You're over there on the board. Yeah. Are you gonna like mute us or something? That would be awesome. I'm gonna give a shout out to Nick as we are building a new building at the Vieira location. Super excited. And Nick is our production manager. People may not know that. He's there every Sunday morning and we have been working so hard just getting all of the the technology nailed down, all of the IT, what it's gonna look like from the stage, the lighting, the screens and Nick, great job, man. Him and a lot of our team here have been really working hard, and we can't wait. The building's going to be open in summer of 2022. That's the goal. Let's go. Very excited. Yeah, with construction, but summer's a pretty broad term. So summer Summer. 2022, we got it. So if you are out there, why don't you tell people how to get on board with this show, and then we can talk about how that connects with East Coast. Absolutely. The easiest way is on our East Coast app. You can get that on the Apple or the Google Play Store. Or you can go to the website, eccc.us. You can go in there for info, events, past sermons, and all the Morning Breath episodes. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Just search for East Coast Christian Center. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would be honored to either email or mail out a Morning Breath devotion guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. Yeah, so this is a this is a daily devotion uh, meant to jumpstart your day, whether yeah. that's a day, night, whenever it might be jumpstarting your day. But it's a devotion program, and so we look at the Word of God, and we would love to open it up with you on a regular basis. You know, this show was actually designed uh, from the get-go to be a devotion for you, to be yeah. a way to read the Scripture and to uh, dig into it. We have other ways you can read the Scripture around here at East Coast, but we have for years, I think the number might be 20 ish 22 somewhere right in that range of how long we've been on the air doing this and uh it is an honor to uh to read the word together and then just see what god breathes on and uh today we got 11 verses we're in zachariah chapter 5 but before we get to that let's talk about christmas eve for a second we got some services next week we got a lot of services across all of our locations absolutely multiple services we got christmas eve eve services so like on the 23rd we'll have some services in Merritt island but we'll have christmas eve on the 24th all of our service times are available online we do have tickets for that we would love for um, everyone to have room to come in and uh, to be a part of our services. And so go onto our website, eccc.us. You'll see a, 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 a big thing there about Christmas Eve. Click on that. You'll be able to get some tickets, um, whether that's digitally or come to our office, come to one of our weekend services and get those tickets. And uh, those tickets uh, represent seats. And yeah. so we want to we fill them up. We'd love to up. see you there too. And if you're a regular church member, especially at East Coast or any other churches, invite someone to be a part of Christmas Eve. Yeah. This is a season when people will say yes. I've got a handful of people that I'm inviting and there's some incredible statistic out there of the amount of people that will say yes for this service as they 
often they want to go, but they're waiting for an invite. They're not going to just show up on their own all the time. So use that opportunity. We'd love to have you there. Maybe you've been away from church for a little while. You've been yeah. away from physically meeting together. We do have an online service, but if you've been not meeting together with other people, great it'd be a great time to jump in. Absolutely. So, anyway, let's jump into the Word. Well, before you do that, i got well, a big exciting announcement here is well, that Pastor Dan's birthday is today. Well, so, let's go, Pastor Yeah, December Dan. 15th. Happy birthday. We super appreciate you, all that you do with Morning Breath and with East Coast and personally putting up with me and pouring into my life. I'm, I'm a much better husband and father and all of those things, follower of Christ because of it. So thank you, Pastor Dan, for all you do. Yeah, Pastor Dan. Woo-hoo! It's awesome. You're older. Yeah. Stronger. That's great. Best year yet. Mesh stronger. Yeah, go get that mountain. Let's go. Watch Let's out, go. Caleb. So we're going to we're gonna look at this chapter. We're actually going to do something that we do uh, not very often on the yeah. show, but we're going to read it twice from two different translations yeah. because it is only 11 verses, and there's some imagery here that I, I'm interested actually in hearing the, the message translation of that. I think you're going to read that. I have the New Living Translation yeah. over here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Pastor Christian started. He'll go into the message version, and then when he gets done, he's going to kick me back over this direction, and I'm yeah. going to go New Living. So All right. here we go, Pastor. Christian, I say to you, read, sir. Zechariah 5. I looked up again and saw, surprise, a book on the wing, a book flying. A message angel said to me, what do you see now? I said, I see a book flying, a huge book, 30 feet long and 15 wide. He told me this book is the verdict going out worldwide against thieves and liars. The first half of the book disposes of everyone who steals. The second half takes care of everyone who lies. I launched it decree of God of the angel armies. And so it will fly into the houses of every thief and every liar. It will land in each house and tear it down, timbers and stones. The messenger angel appeared and said, look up, tell me what you see. I said, what in the world is that? He said, this is a bushel basket on a journey. It holds the sins of everyone everywhere. Then the lid made of lead was removed from the basket and there was a woman sitting inside of it. He said, this is Miss Wicked. He pushed her back down into the basket and clamped the lid over her. Then I looked up to my surprise and saw two women flying on outstretched wings. They airlifted the bushel basket into the sky. I said to the messenger angel, where are they taking the bushel basket? He said, east to the land of Shinar. They will build a garage to house it. When it is finished, the basket will be stored there. All right. Amen. All right, get me started. Let's All right, go. I must say unto you, read, sir. All right, so we're New Living Translation, Zechariah chapter 5. I looked up again and saw a scroll flying through the air. What do you see, the angel asked. I see a flying scroll, I replied. It appears to be about 30 feet long and 15 feet wide. Then he said to me, the scroll contains the curse that is going out over the entire land. One side of the scroll says that those who steal will be banished from the land. The other side says that those who swear falsely will be banished from the land. And this is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. I am sending this curse into the house of every thief and into the house of everyone who swears falsely using my name. And my curse will remain in that house and completely destroy it, even if it's timbers even if it's timbers and stones. Then the angel who was talking with me came forward and said, Look up and see what's coming. What is it? I asked. He replied, It is a basket for measuring grain, and it is filled with sins of everyone throughout the land. Then the heavy lead covered uh, then the heavy lead cover was lifted off the basket, and there was a woman sitting inside it. The angel said, The woman's name is Wickedness. And he put her back into the basket and closed the heavy lid again. Then I looked up and saw two women flying towards us, gliding on the wind. They had wings like a stork, and they picked up the basket and flew into the sky. Where are they Where are they taking the basket? I asked the angel. He replied, To the land of Babylonia, where they will build a temple for the basket. And when the temple is ready, they will set the basket there 
on its pedestal. Oh, ah, man. Well, so this is a, I, if I could just be real honest out there to you today, sitting where you're at, this is not an easy chapter for me. Um, yeah. It's not really my, my personality is very uh, black and white, not, not super creative and picturesque. And, you know, I'm not the guy who is like, you know, this, this, I don't know, like my, my imagination does not run in pictures and in, um, in puzzle pieces and that sort of thing. My, my imagination runs in black and white and spreadsheets, if you will. Yep. Like I'm very more concrete and more definite. And so for me, when I look at this chapter and I go, God, what are you breathing on here? What's sticking out? Um, there's something that sticks out to me that has very little to do with what we're reading about per se, yeah. and actually spoke to me about something as a leader. And so for me, in the role that I sit here at East Coast, I actually get to pastor one of the campuses here, um, the Parkway Worship Center, which is the where we broadcast many times. So you know, our online campus as well as um, our, our weekends where we do a Saturday and three Sunday morning services. And I get to lead the team here in the Parkway Worship Center, as well as over the years I've led youth. I've done different things, as well as I behind the scenes Monday through Friday do a lot of financial and you know executive kind of business role here at yep. East Coast. And so I read this verse in verse two, and it says, "What do you see?" The angel asked. And I recognize that this that this chapter is we're talking about minor prophet. We're talking about somebody that God is speaking to as a as a mouthpiece um, to an era. We'll call it an era in a yeah. season of, of of life in the world. And so I recognize as a leader, I, I would I would not classify myself as a prophet. I, I don't feel like I have yeah. um, prophet like giftings. Now that doesn't mean that I don't encourage, that I don't build up, that I don't you know give direction towards things as a leader. But I do see things, and leaders see things, and I think. Even yeah. asking this question as I read this chapter, what do you see, Brian? I felt like the Lord spoke to me. What do you see? Because what I see matters. Like what I see as That's a leader, yeah. where I direct traffic, if you will, in yeah. a, there are people following me. I recognize that there are people not following me like I'm some great you know, person to follow, per se, but I recognize that my actions mean something I'll to people you, behind man. me. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. We'll go places. But people, people behind me or alongside me or directionally, as we lead, people follow, yeah. and we have to recognize as dad. Let's just start with dad. As yeah. a father of my home, what I see and how I respond to what I see, how I talk about what I see, how I even laugh about what I laugh about when I see things. You know, like there is a impact about about that in, in you know in the culture that I live in today. And so, yeah. what I see digitally, what I you know, just I felt like God was asking me, "What do you see today?" And because. I don't know what I'm going to see today. And every day leads to something else, right? Like we always see different things, but I believe that I can have impact on things that I see. If I don't notice something, I can't really change it, if that makes sense. And so I felt like that stuck out to me today. And I could talk for, I probably could preach messages on, you know, what do you see as a leader and that sort of thing. I don't want to do that today. But that's, it's just a very interesting concept that leaders see things differently than others might see it. And that you can, what you see, you can have impact on. What you see, you can have compassion towards. What you see, you can have empathy towards, you know? And so I would just encourage you to look around a little bit and take note of what you see today because I think God wants to speak to you and maybe wants to speak through you, even prophetically, even into a, into a space or into a life around you or into a family around you that you could lead them in a direction towards Jesus. So anyway, what, what, what would you say about any of that? I think this idea, too, of when you read this chapter and when you go through some of these books that feel a little bit more... I wouldn't say obscure, but they're different. When you look at the imagery of Daniel, when you look at the imagery of Revelation, it's like, I don't fully understand this, but God, I want
want you to speak to me is just know that God doesn't always do things the way that we want to. Even the way that Jesus healed people is he did not do it the same way over and over again is we know the account of when he spit in the mud and then rubbed in his guy's eyes is that is not conventional. And God will color outside the lines is that he's going to do things different and get this image over to you. So here's Zechariah, they're tasked with rebuilding the temple. And this is an important role that they're doing. And God's not going to just do it the same way as what things have always been done, is that he wants to approach in a different way. He wants to reach us in a new way. And this idea of this scroll, it's like a flying scroll that represents the cleansing of the world. And that's the kind of hard thing to talk about. But what does that mean is it's dealing with the liar. Just dealing with these other people, but God has a desire. The Bible says that none should perish, but that all could come to repentance and the knowledge of God. Is that He desires to have ultimately a relationship with yeah. us. But in the Old Testament, in some of these accounts, you see that it could be a little bit more harsh, but really it comes down that that God wants to have a relationship with you. And there's things that we get caught up, pulled away by our own, you know, deceit and by our own selfish ambition. But ultimately, he wants to have a relationship. And when you read something like this, we like using this method of SOAP, which is scripture, observation, application, and then I just forgot the pray. Pray, thank you. Is that you could take a, a chapter like this, and if you just lift it out by itself, it's a little harder. When yeah. I when I studied to prepare for chapter four, which Pastor Dan and I did yesterday, I was like, you know, I got a couple of things in chapter four, but I think it's going to help me in context. Yeah, I read one through seven because we mentioned they're quick reads. They're yeah. pretty fast. And so you get this overall image. And there's another tool that I'll be honest, I use this. It's called Bible Project, and it's put out by the Bible app. And it gives you this whole idea of what are all these images? What is sure. all this? And if you've got kids or you know, I'm going to, I'm a 40 year old or soon to be 40 year old pastor. I like it as a resource is to understand a little bit better of what the whole picture is in Zechariah. Yeah. And that's a great tool that you can use to understand. Yeah. So this, you know, this, this old Testament prophet is seeing some things that, you know, it's really trying to encourage people as a warning, like as a warning sign, it's a, yeah. it's a signal to go, Hey, this is, you know, God's showing him um, through this through this vision, if you will, of hey, there's some there's some things going on in the land that are not good here. Yeah. Like there's some theft going on that we want to deal with, and there's some you know lying you know going on here and using you know using some some language things. It's, you know, and God says, hey, I'm going to deal with this stuff, and so He's trying to show him some things that actually that the that the prophet could actually speak into and actually encourage a community or in in, in a world. And so even as I said, you know. I was challenged by God, God asking me, what do you see, Brian? Like, I'm seeing some things in our culture. I'm seeing some things in our community that I could have impact, that I could go and go, hey, check engine lights coming on here, right? Yeah. Like, And that check today by the Spirit of God on the inside of us can be not only for us and for our family, for our friends, but for a, a church, for a part of a community, or ultimately out to the ends of the earth. And so I think it's important that we don't just look in a in a chapter like this and go, oh yeah, that that's what was happening there. But what does God want to say to you and to me today through the idea that God was speaking to a prophet and that God would speak to you today, yeah. right? That in reading this and seeing this and that we could go, hey, there's there's judgment for the world because it happened. You know, we look at this in the in the Old Testament. Certainly, there's judgment for sin, and it, it happened on Jesus on the cross, yeah. and this is cursed to him who hung on a cross, and so that that the, the the curse of you know 
all of sin was hung on was hung on Jesus. And today we though can have a check when we see some things in somebody's life. And you know what? I would just encourage you love somebody enough to if you have an urging, if you if you have a burden for somebody today, would you share your burden with someone? Like, yeah. would you reach out to someone? I, I literally was driving this morning. Um, and I and I've tried to do this. It's just something that in my life I've tried to do. Is that if I'm driving through a part of the community and I recognize, you know, somebody's business, somebody's church, somebody's home, I know somebody in that community or in that space. Yeah, I'll good. reach out to them. I'll, yeah. Hey, how you doing, man? It's prompting because it is a prompting for me to to look after somebody or to care for somebody in that way. And so it, it's just likely that as I was driving today, I was driving to go, you know, deal with a a, a thing earlier before recording the show. In my own personal life, I had to go pick up a mower from Titusville, you know, where I had a mower getting some work done on it and was picking it up. And I have some friends that live in Titusville. And so for me, there was an opportunity for me to pray. Yeah. There was an opportunity for me to reach out. How are you doing? Are you, you yeah. know, how are things going for you? And I, I don't see myself as prophet in the sense of Zachariah yeah. here, but I definitely see myself as somebody who can have a burden and can see some things and feel sure. some things. And I would just encourage you, would you live that way? Would you yeah. live in a way that's... It, Reading the word is not just for you. Eleven verses here wasn't just for me today. And it, just because I have, you know, the opportunity to share on the radio doesn't mean that I have this special opportunity to do yeah. something different. It's actually really just going, hey, I'm, I see in the word. I've been encouraged today by the word. What do you see today? And I would just encourage you. What are you seeing? And how? What? What could your impact or what could your care be about that community or somebody in that community or a business in that community or how could you love somebody radically today to help them? Like this was going to help somebody actually steer clear of some sin, some brokenness in their life. Yeah, that's good. And looking at the overall book of Zechariah, you see that the main theme is that it's the construction of the second temple and it's how they're going to accomplish that. And we heard in chapter four that famous scripture says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord, and that he wants to build something. So when we're coming at the end of 2021, I, I just got a chance to pray with someone this morning who is having a hard time and looking for some help, which we often see, especially during the holiday seasons. And he's like, man, this has been the toughest year of my life. Yeah. And I was able to pray with him and, you know, believe God for Romans eight twenty eight that God's going to work all things together and he's going to do that. But what is it in your life out there on the radio, listener on podcast that God wants to build or maybe rebuild yep. is you said at the top of the program, and this is big language that we've switched to is we say, welcome home and welcome welcome back yeah, home. Yeah. Like this is important is maybe we need to rebuild something that we've just let go. And I saw it. We, we were only off for maybe a couple of weeks from service live here for East coast. And we know around the nation that there's some churches that are not fully meeting the way that they were. We have friends that, you know, they only got to meet a few times in 2020 during that, but just those few weeks of being out of the habit of being in the house of God, oh, yeah. we watched online. We did everything as a family, but I got three teenagers basically trying to get them to sit around in front of the TV and do yeah. communion. It was a, it was a bit challenging to where it's easy to like, let something slip. But here in Zechariah, we're seeing this challenge to build where they're rebuilding this temple that had been broken down and they have this task to be able to call the people of God around to do it. It's what is it that you could rebuild? What is it for December of 2021 as you're looking for the new year? And, you know, don't be that person that gets so fired up just January 1st and then it fades away by January 10th. Like there's so much money made on gym memberships that way, but really establish some deep roots on like, God, 
maybe that call of God that was on my life when I was young, or maybe that, that birth of a business that was there, but I was scared to step out on as I could begin to put some good seed in the ground, or maybe restoring my marriage or restoring a relationship with a family member, or a, a strange child who's gone away that, you know, we want to get some restoration and healing there is to begin to rebuild those things and let God do it. Yeah, you know, it's a great opportunity to to help somebody rebuild as well. It's not always just about you. You know, it's not about me. What can I rebuild in my own life? But maybe maybe it is something that I could see in someone else's life that I could help them rebuild. You know, we have, for instance, we have Celebrate Recovery here at, uh, awesome. at East Coast Christian Center on Monday evening, 6.30 p.m. meets uh, at the uh, Parkway. Actually, it meets in our children's ministry building at 670 North Courtney Parkway next to the bowling alley. But it meets to help people with hurts, hangups, and habits. Yeah. And if, if we probably were, you know, truthful with ourselves, we would probably actually look and go, I probably do have a hurt or a hang up. Or Every a habit, one of right? us. Like, yeah. I got something that can get some work done on, but I certainly know some people that have some hurts, hang ups and habits. And what if I invited someone to come alongside me and I could help them rebuild their life to get free of some of those hurts, hang ups or habits, you know, like the idea that this isn't all just for me, like it's not me rebuilding or me building for the first time, but I could help somebody else. And in every season of our life, I, you know, we heard uh, Pastor Chris shared this past weekend, or a week and a half ago now, I guess, it's 10 days ago or so, um, how, you know, Elizabeth, Elizabeth was somebody that Mary could go to in the in this Christmas story that has also, that was also walking through some things that had actually, you know, at 80 plus years old, having a young child, you think about, wow, what is that going to look like? But yeah. you know what? She had somebody to walk alongside, and God did a thing awesome in Mary and Elizabeth, you know, doing it together. And so... One of the things that, that Christian and I have done over the years is we've, I mean, we've had lunch together, we've ran together, we've yeah. cycled together, we have done all sorts of things together. Yeah. And you know what happens is we rebuild or build things in our lives Absolutely. together better yeah. than we do apart. Sure. And so I, I think it's healthy to go, you know what, Prophet was seeing some things, but then he was supposed to go do and, and say some things, right? Like, so you see something, say something is another leadership principle, but yeah. not only for your own life, but for some lives around you. Would yeah. you? And would you do it in love? Would you do it in a caring Absolutely. way? It's not so critical that and they judgmental. they know that and, you care about them more than trying to fix that thing. Because this chapter could come could come across as like, man, it's just like the wrath, Hit right? You like, yeah, the head. I'm going to go put that wrath on some people, you know. But I don't believe that that is God's plan no. in the earth today of how we handle, you know, things. Now, should you speak to sin? Yes. Should you go, hey, you know, what? there's there's something over here in your life that I'm concerned let's about. Do it the way Jesus did it. Though. Let's go love some people. Though. He did it in love. He said, hey, go sin no more. Like, yeah. let's let's pick you up off the ground and get you healed and hold. We're looking at a picture pre-Jesus of, yeah. you know, how the only way that God could, you know, get get something done in the earth was through a prophet and actually through his own power, right? Yeah. Through God's power. And so he actually now, by the power of God on the inside of us through his Holy Spirit, we get to live that out and carry that out and go love people in a fashion that represented it represents Jesus well in the community and yeah. so I would just encourage you if you see something say something but let's do that gently and lovingly and caring and not just start blasting on people because oh I read that one chapter yeah. that one time in especially that old with the holiday season coming up I oh. was so grateful we just navigated another Thanksgiving without that volatile conversation but you got Christmas coming up around the corner folks let's like oh, yeah. let's make it to where our family celebrates when we walk in the room where they're excited for you to show up and not like just pick at that old thing that's going to be a problem again. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, you were saying something about Christmas time and being around family and, uh, you know, gathering together. And I would just, you know, want to want to help you with the idea that as you gather as family, that um, understand there's differences, understand there is brokenness, understand that there are so many things and there's no ideal perfect family. We recognize that. But that, that idea that there is, you know, a way that we could all move in a direction towards Christ, hopefully this Christmas, you're not going into debt, you're not trying to keep up with the Joneses, you're not doing all the things that culture would say you have to do and need to do, because you're 
looking across over there and you do see something, you need to be careful that you're rightly judging what you see. And that is a, you know, let's be slow to speak a little bit. Let's be careful in how we rebuke the thing that we think is broken over there. Because, you know, you're going to live in this community. You're going to live alongside your family. You're going to live alongside your friends. And I remember uh, going to Guatemala City one time, and Mike and Pat Black have been faithfully serving down there for 30-plus years. And they came – Mike said something to me once. He said, you know, I – Teams come and go, but I live here. Yeah. And, um, you know, I he said that, and I thought, man, that's that actually meant something to me to go, you know what, I want to be careful. I want to steward the work that he's carrying in this community. Yeah. And I don't want to just come in and blast Absolutely. whatever I'm going to do for my own purpose or my own sake. Just I'm here to serve. Moment. I'm here to. And yeah. if we looked at our lives as missionaries, quote unquote, ambassadors into this community, that we're here to love and to care for, and that, you know what, the, the, the name of Jesus is going to stick around in this region, in yeah. this area. And praise God, we get to do this for a season. Let's do it, and let's do it well. Let's do it honoring. God in the process and what we do see what we say about it and how we handle that absolutely matters and so thanks for being a part of our show with us today it's an honor to do it with you thanks Christian thanks Nick love you guys out there have an incredible day talk to you next time we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the morning breath podcast if you did we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend to follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.